though there's the I though there's it. bullshit in our in our title, I feel like this is a strictly no bullshit zone. Yeah, you know? yeah. Is isn't that Mostly. Bill O'Reilly's slogan? Oh no! Oh, Rick. Sue me now. You are now listening to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. Hello, and welcome to the Good, Bad, or Bullshit podcast. Three guys, random topics, quality reviews. This is all unrehearsed conversation. Uh, my name is Michael Hodgins. I'm one of your three hosts on this show, along with uh, the one and only Bo Schwartz. Hello, Bo. Hello, Mike. Hello, Good, Bad, or Bullshit listeners. How is everyone today? The also one and only, because as as I as far as I'm aware, neither of you guys have clones. So, one and only, Croft and Steers. Hi, Croft. Hey, we haven't slammed twins lately. Yeah, I usually do that when I say one and only. Well, no, I, when I say individuals, and I say everyone's an individual except for identical twins. Or it's it's true. I'm not. Uh, not only am I not a twin, I have a name that allows people to find me easily on the internet. I also feel like if anyone's doing clone research and you're doing a prototype, like aim higher than Boer Croft, and no slam on you guys. But if we're gonna clone someone, you know. I Let's take exception to that. I think I make a good, <laughs> I make a good clone candidate. No, Bo's, Bo's is lobbying to be a clone because he needs the body parts. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, Bo, you're in it for the wrong reasons. And Crofton, <laughs> you're already too much of a narcissist. We don't need the other one. I know, but I'm gonna have to deal with the fact that obviously they will try to clone me. If I like if they clone <laughs> Crofton, they just introduce them and they'd both be like, "Man, you're handsome! Like you're handsome and smart, and you're I funny like the too." Kind of, I like the cut of your jib. <laughs> this guy's all right. They just like form this, this bond, and then um, Do you want to be on a podcast with me. <laughs> oh my god oh my god oh god yeah, we have the mic. same verdicts all the time i'd be like you know what i agree with everything he said i couldn't have said it better myself whereas if i had a clone we'd just argue with each other constantly yeah i would love it if it was just like a moderately tweaked version of mike hodgins they just go at it nonstop. it's like <laughs> My conscience, except instead of skewing liberal, excuse conservative or something. Oh man, I would love. I would pay money. No, no, they'd be competing for who's the most liberal. Like, well, well no, so you'd I, say something you totally say that, liberal, not... and the other Mike would be like, "Actually, I think that's. I think you could do better." You know, I, I believe this other that, liberal thing. And I'm that's not even better. that liberal. As, the older I get, the more I realize I'm more like I have a libertarian bent. The liberal side of the libertarians. Because, <laughs> Just to be clear. Well, no, it's I don't even know what that means. Libertarians are a very weird breed. Where sometimes I hear something a libertarian says, I'm like, man, I totally agree with that. And I think it's super progressive. And then I hear something else they say, and I'm like, my God, that is regressive. I cannot believe they hold that opinion. And it's and it's it's really interesting how depending on the issue, I either really agree or completely disagree. And they're an interesting uh, – because um, they're, they're like a third kind of sort of political thinking. There's like people who are conservative, people who are liberal, and people who are libertarians. And it's notably different than the other two. And I, I don't think I actually am a libertarian. It's just interesting. I think it'd be funny if like you could print out everybody's like personality and then, then input it into a robot and just sort of replicate. Give the robot their personality with their views and all that sort of thing. So they print out all Mike's personality, big pile of documents. They put it into the robot, goes into the robot. The robot, one robot's eye turns green, the other turns red. He's like, does not compute too much information, stuff going against other stuff. 
going to explode and then it just explodes and they're like ah well i sometimes feel like i could play verdicts of years on the show against other verdicts of years and have my conscience go everyone can do that i know didn't we do an episode on hypocrisy i thought we were gonna do that no we Uh, should though we We should because it's it's a it's really more interesting than it seems because everybody's a hypocrite in some way for sure absolutely uh, so, so but yeah, people love to say, "Oh, you're a hypocrite." It's such it's used as a pejorative so often. Yeah, well, but, it, yeah. But if it's something I, we all do, then maybe we could actually embrace hypocrisy. Well, I mean, we recently did the lying, the lying uh, episode, which which did seem kind of self evident as soon as you. But as soon as you start talking about it, it was really like mm, muddy. And I think hypocrisy is the same. So okay. let's not blow our loads on hypocrisy yet. Ew. All right. Uh, Wads? But... Wait, which is the one that's not gross? Wads <laughs> or loads? Uh, Blow- I, uh, anything um... when you put blowing in your sentence, you have to tread very carefully. No, one so of them's not... gambling related. Blow your wad? Well, it must yeah, be wad. I think a wad of cash. It doesn't <laughs> yeah, sound good, it. though. Because you also blow- think of things like a wad of chewing gum and that kind of. So, so forget yeah. I said blow your load. I meant blow your oh. load. <laughs> oh. Dude, we're trying to have a professional podcast here. Even I'm just we, trying to are it's we, a terminology <laughs> question. Even, That's I all think it we is. found the line. I think. All right, so Mike, do you want to um, uh, blow your wad? <laughs> I thought. Well, I thought you had a bit of news, Bo. Fill us on. Just, just the Coles notes. What's going on with Bo in the next little while? Oh well, not with what's going on with me, but what's going on with good, bad, or bullshit is we might be visited by a, our first guest in quite a while. And I'm really, I'm, is it, is it the ghost of verdicts? You will be visited. It would be, maybe by it would be someone that has never appeared on our show before. And someone that <laughs> and so think, it's not Breck. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It isn't Breck, but I think it, it, it's, it's, it's an exciting personality to add to the show. And um, I can't wait to, to tell you all, but we're just going to tease it and leave it at that. So, uh, Please I think it'd be sure funny stay subscribed. <laughs> if it's a robot that Bo built using our random te- uh, technology we used for the random topic generator, and he filled it with the printouts of all three of us to try and make like a super GBBer. The robot's just like, this is too much. They all commit suicide? I know, but it'll be wouldn't awesome. Just, You'll have to tune in to see it. I would just think it would just rate everything bullshit as but, a well, like. Well, Good bad bullshit. Yeah, bullshit seems like a good resting know, place. The, if you don't know the power of Bo's good ber- verdicts may may pull it. It may be mm. well, well. All right, but speaking of pulling and power, Mike has pulls and powers, and I'm segueing you into our topic. Yeah, I power. got the machine started here. Uh, okay, let's uh, let's do it. Let's do it. Man, Bo blew his water on that subject. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, the topic today is guns. Ooh, that's a heavy one. Is it? I think so. Well, they're heavy because they kill people, so that's heavy. Yeah, I mean, there's a there's a lot of bad shit. Or wait, or wait, maybe I'll rephrase that. They don't kill people. People kill people. Disclosure, if you haven't figured this out yet, or you're a first-time listener, we are three Canadians. So that plays a big uh, part part in, in a discussion of guns because they're not so uh, omnipresent in our culture. Like I went on a vacation one time um, 
I think it was like to the Dominican Republic. No, I didn't. It was like to Mexico or something. Anyway, there were. I was in the airport and there were like a bunch of armed guards and they had like machine guns and stuff. And I remember like looking at them and being and thinking to myself, "Holy shit, those are guns!" Because I don't see guns very often. Like in my day to day, almost never. Uh, and if so, they're in the triply covered holster of a police officer or something like that. Um, and and those are pistols or whatever small well, firearms. See, yeah, we we do have less than certainly the United States, but I'm, we're seeing more in Canada, like up around um, Parliament Hill, uh, where because there was a shooting there not that long ago. How long ago was that now? Two when we years. did the terrorism episode, so I don't know how long ago that yeah. was. Yeah, right. It was uh, like less case, than a year. And I often, we still have quite an open, like, you know, Parliament Hill where our parliament sits. You can go up and walk around there, whatever. But there are more of the RCMP that have kind of like uh, machine gun looking things uh, kind of dangling around their necks. And I was like, oh, that's a bit unsettling. And I think that that is certainly more common in not just the United States, but other countries too. I was in the Philippines and there was lots of like, guns around there to people i think yeah I, I think the problem that we we have and and is well problem uh is putting ourselves into the boots uh, or the shoes of a gun culture person somebody who is is into guns associates it with their identity with their way of life in the states it's it's with their freedoms and there are other countries as well they're there are a lot of countries uh, with a lot of guns. I think Switzerland might be the highest per capita gun ownership country or something like that. So, I mean, there's guns are are used often for hunting. Uh, they're used for self-defense. They're used for crime. They're used for the military. You know, they're used for a lot of things. But it's – from my point of view, and this is sort of showing my hand early, um, I mean, they're a weapon – that that I'm not a hunter. I I don't ever. I've never shot a gun. Uh, like I just I don't see the need for guns in society. And maybe I'm a bit naive. And and I just associate them with sort of negative outcomes. You know. Um, so so my gut feeling on guns when it comes up is is negative feelings like I'm like I don't I don't really like guns and I will do a short aside and say I do play a lot of video games where I shoot guns and I watch a lot of movies where guns are shot So you do like, like guns? I don't know. Maybe that's it's worth exploring. That's I, for sure. Well, Cuz I hang on. Guns are the personal nuclear option. If you sort of like look at like you know the idea of mutually assured destruction and the extreme lethality of that type of weaponry on a broad scale, the gun as a weapon in particular has a very low barrier to entry. And basically anyone can point and shoot. It's very simple, especially the technology we have with guns today. You can get a very simple, easy-to-use gun, and it will very easily kill somebody, like in close quarters. I mean, at range, maybe you have to have skill at aiming. You know, that is not as probably easy as games and, and movies make it look. But for the most part, it has a huge amount of stopping power. And, you know, if you were to arm yourself with, say, a sword or a butcher's knife or whatever else, you would actually have to work to kill somebody. You know, it, it would require combat. The gun, you know, you could give it to a child and a child can point it at something and kill it. 
And I think that's where the concept of a gun separates itself as a personal weapon from other weapons and well, and why you might want to have one. Well, it's interesting the comparison to uh, nu- nuclear weapons because, I mean, there is no comparison other than the simple fact of the um, the ease the ease at which killing is done, right? And the right. nuclear weapon being the epitome of that, which sure. it's like now it's very easy to kill a million people at one time. And certainly uh, – you know, I, you have to imagine, you know, it's kind of dark stuff to even talk about this, but if you're imagining killing someone and you're thinking about like a knife or um, I just watched this episode of Homeland last night where this guy kills a woman with with a, with a broken bottle. And I was like, oh, it was a pretty gruesome scene. I was like, oh, that's, you know, that's intimate and in, not in a good way. <laughs> and and a gun is, is so much like, you know, it's push, it's pushing it's just pushing a button at the thing you want to die in the same way that nuclear bomb. It's like, Oh, it's just far off. And it's like a million people dead or a drone. And, and, and I think that's kind of tied into the concept with it of like, how easy do we want to make killing? And, uh, and before, you know, and, like Croft, I don't want to give away what I think about guns right off the bat, though it might be evident. Uh, but recently with the, um, that terrorist activity in Nice, we had a friend over there with the bus I, I really realized, because especially in the states, the gun debate, which is a lot of like, okay, we need to ban guns, and every time there's these mass shootings, we need to ban guns. And I'm always like, you know, as a, someone who slants liberal, I'm like, yes, I, ban the guns. Well, they but, say regulate guns. They don't say ban. Nobody well, whatever. Talks. I mean, the rhetoric is often around something like that. Or you hear the Australian example where they basically just destroyed masses of guns and had good results. You know, that's always used as, a, mm. as an example. Mm. Um, the automatic but, weapons, yeah. Yeah, but but the thing is, it's like I, the the argument on the pro gun side is that like, oh, it, you know, guns don't kill people. Like intent to kill kills people, and and that's not untrue. Like I, I'm not so holed up in my view that I don't think if I I don't think guns are good. It really is true to say that it's like a gun just sitting there is not going to harm anyone. It's true, and if you really want to kill people, like the guy, like that person in Nice showed, like you can do it with a truck, like any car. Is a is a is is a is a, a vehicle, no pun intended, of of mass death if you want it to be. You know, if you have that will. And in Canada, we had what was called a kind of a terrorist attack that was a car where some guy um, drove over two military officers on purpose. Like, you do not need a gun to kill people. So it's it's like right. it really is like if you if you want to kill people, uh, you'll find a way. And, but, and, and, yeah. and so then it, it brings a gun back to like, but, but the then gun again, makes it easier, right? Like yes, the, that, it, again, if you look at statistics and are like, you can pick these outliers of these accidents or of these, of these, these terrorist attacks done with other things than guns. But then if you look at like, say the States and you look at like gun death to other types of death, this it's off the, it's crazy off the charts, get like guns are on the top of the list and it's not just uh, terrorist attacks, and I think that the gun culture, like, and it's it's hard to get away from talking about the gun culture in the states, but I think in in large part that's drawn from the fact that it it it's it's a country in many ways that's stuck in a moment in time in particular, which is, um, you know, when it separated from the British and became an independent uh, country. It's romanticized that time. You can't like the the tenets of the Constitution are. Are inarguable, and they, you know, you don't revise them as as time goes on. And it might make sense to look at some of them. You just, you just sort of romanticize them and go go with it. And if if you look at it from the point of view of people at that time period, they don't, 
the right to form a militia, the right to have guns and all that sort of stuff. The idea is like they don't want to be ruled over again by a government that is oppressive or a government that is – that they want to have the ability to overthrow the government like they did once before. So a government that regulates gun ownership is a government that is taking away um, the best tool to, to allow them to to – over to to be overthrown in many ways. So I can understand like when when talking about guns in the states, I can understand that mentality. I think it's a mentality that stuck 150 200 years in the past, but but I understand where it comes from. Hmm. Yeah, it, it is heavily tied to their culture and like to the founding of the nation too. Like the cowboy, I'm watching Deadwood right now. Uh it's a sweet sweet awesome show and it's all about cowboys and their guns or their, their ability to gunfight can be so critical to you know their 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 personality and, and who they are in their legend like it's it's so key but the the big innovation there is that like it's really efficient to just shoot somebody like like rather than murder them in any other way so has anyone ever here ever shot a gun i have i have uh, paintball gun probably doesn't count, so yeah, no. no. There's a there's a different feel to a gun. And I'll tell you, um, when I shot my gun, it was only once, and my dad was trying to teach me to shoot for hunting. And I was very young, and the kickback on that hunting rifle nearly dislocated my shoulder. Like I was in pain, I was crying. My mom made it stop. You know, like I was. And <laughs> How old were you? What's wrong with your dad? Like ten or something? No, you gotta oh, learn God. these. I mean, there is a culture around guns. You see, if you go to Facebook, you find the yeah, right yeah. Profile. No, I've seen all that stuff, but still, you, you're, I think it's ten years old. As soon as you can hold a spoon in your hand to feed yourself cereal, you can pull a trigger. You're ready to form like... a militia and take over the government. It's like, <laughs> like yeah, maybe like not. there is a there in America, especially we like to talk about you know the states, but like this is also true of the world over that learning to use a gun is a critical skill to a lot of people um, who view combat, the preparation for combat in this day and age as important. And, and guns are, the guns are part of that. The thing about guns is we don't really have natural claws. So it kind of makes sense to form tools that are sharp or blunt in order to, to do things. But guns are, Guns are just out of this world. Like, they are completely man-made. But anyways, I'm getting off topic. I want to know, Mike, about when you shot your gun. Oh, it was just like a skeet shooting. So it's like kind of like a shotgun type thing, you know, for my father-in-law's... Is, is it gunpowder? Like, it's based on... Uh, it's a gun. It's like a shotgun. Uh, it shoots like a spray of pellets. Okay. That's what a shotgun shoots, right? Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's got a lot of kickback, and it's like... I see how the shooting of the gun is, like, kind of fun... In a sense that it, you know, you just it's 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 like power loaded into this right. thing, and right. I think that's kind of the interesting thing when you think about the object of the gun. It's like it is power, in, like incarnate. You know, you have this thing, and and in the thing, and, and I mean, you know, the power comes through violence, and ultimately, that's still, you know, as much as I wish it weren't true, it unfortunately is still the basis upon which our societies are structured. Actually, is violence. Uh, and that the state controls is supposed to control the monopoly of violence, but that the idea that having a gun, it, it, I think psychologically, just makes you feel like I'm powerful. Like you think of, you know, someone has has you in a position, and they're 
talking bad to you or 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 pushing you around you if you pull out a gun all of a sudden power dynamics has shifted you ha- you hold their life yeah. in your hands yeah. and i think that that's largely what's to do with people loving guns it's it's liking power and it's personally feeling like obviously we know that there's repercussions to all those actions like if you shoot someone you're going to go to jail mm-hmm. you know but in the moment which is and I think this is – I was thinking we were talking about the ease of which guns allow people to kill. You know, in that moment when people are feeling powerless or, or want to feel powerful, you know, it, it's unfortunately that, that emotional drive. And that's when it's like he re- – in the moment. And, and a lot of crimes, you know, you hear of crimes of passion uh, where people like, you know, they, so something happens and then they murder their spouse or some horrible thing like that. And then you just think again like – if you have a gun, you know, and you get really angry and you just point and pull the trigger, that person could be dead. Whereas if you think, like, I'm going to kill this person and you have to, like, go and look around your kitchen for a knife, like, that's horrible. Or strangle them. Or strangle yeah, them. You might halfway through be like, what am I doing? You know, but once you've pulled that trigger, it's done. And it's done like that. And it's – and again, it's just – it's so easy so that even though – you know, so I feel like there's these links between power and feeling powerful, holding a gun in your hand. And, I mean – you know, Crofton, you were talking about video games and stuff like that, and I've played a lot of shooter video games too, and it, that's kind of like, you know, when you're good at it it, it, it gives you kind of a little bit of that feeling, and I think all human beings like to feel powerful uh, it, to, to some degree. I think we know to temper it in a society. We can't be powerful over whoever, but guns are like, you know, like when you see people like posing with guns and whatever, I really think these are about trying to look powerful, trying to look strong, well, de- definitely uh, to build on that point with regards to the video games, I think there's there's two elements at play. Um, one is that shooting can be fun, as as you guys have already touched on, like Mike went skeet shooting or whatever. Um, when I would go on walks with my dad at the uh, on a farm, as me and my two brothers, we'd line up cans and we would throw rocks at them. Right. So the idea is just that we're we're having fun, like target. It's target practice, just throwing throwing rocks at, at cans. And guns are more like uh, exciting and interesting sort of delivery mechanic to do a similar thing. People shoot bottles or shoot whatever. Mm. So so shooting as an act and, and the target practice and all that, is, is, there's a, a certain element of interest and fun there. So playing a video game in which you're aiming and doing all that stuff, it's very interesting. Um, and then, of course, there is a lot of these games are all about like powered um, uh, escapism. And, and and I'm playing a game right now that is clearly like you're playing a bad a badass dude, and he can do all these things. And part of that is like, yes, he can, you know, he can shoot guys and stuff like that. And so there is that that power sort of thing in in the video game. And I like I enjoy them as escapism and entertainment and stuff. But yet, it's never led to me having any interest in picking up a gun and if if anything it is it is done you know it is done the opposite and i really just don't it, it it's something that i don't understand and have have never really understood like bose had that element of the upbringing with the gun culture and sort of can can relate a little bit but i see these stories particularly in the united states about you know the gun lobby and all these sort of things and I, I've worked to understand what's driving these people uh, to to be so passionate about uh, essentially a killing device um, and wanting one so badly. And you're, you take my guns over my dead body. And because in the end, it's a piece of technology um, that has throughout time thing 
escalated. Like people had clubs, they had swords, they had bows and arrows. Eventually, gunpowder was in, invented, and there are guns. And now there's like high-powered AK-47 assault rifles. You know, things have just things have just escalated, and, and likely will can will continue to escalate. And so, I I just look at guns as like are they are they giving to this world a a positive force or are they giving to this world a negative force and the only positive force i can see associated with guns in any way is is the power of like you know mike mentioned giving the state control over violence and while that may not sound like the ideal it's better than the the wild west of deadwood or whatever it's 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 giving it's giving the state the power to uh, a, a controlled state with with checks and balances and everything, the ability to ensure that people just don't go around shooting each other all the time or 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 ex- enacting violence against against each other. So I like the idea um, that guns like that weapon weaponry that not everybody can get weapons. You know, weapons shouldn't be just easy to come by and guns are the top of the weapon food chain in terms of personal arms to take up against another person and i i just don't understand why we would want to be in a world where everybody is armed with the most deadly force imaginable uh it's just like i mean it is too because i feel like i probably agree with your stance on all this and i feel like but i i I think i can i do understand it i i think and coming back to this, like we're saying, you know, the state has a monopoly on violence. We've kind of agreed upon that. And I think this is a fundamental problem of our world and might always be that essentially we have not moved beyond um, a way of structuring things uh, without violence. And I think I mentioned this before with this idea of stru- structural violence I had come upon recently and essentially that all our, you know, Canada, United States – Everything is every law you have ultimately has the threat of force behind it. Even the most minuscule, mundane law. If you follow it to its natural conclusion, a police officer will come to your house, and if you continue to resist, they might they might use violence on you. So it's still the the basis of all power. So knowing that to be true, when you actually think about about it, uh, then the American pro gun people, I, I get where they're coming from because if there's what they're saying is like we felt, you know, our origins are in having been oppressed um, by a government who didn't represent us, whatever. Uh, and then being like, so if the ultimate source of power is violence, which it which really it is, and we're all good at kind of pretending it isn't uh, because we're all civil, uh, but ultimately it is. So if you're American, you might be like, well, no, uh, this country is about sharing power. People are the power. And, and and people have to be able to enact violence whereas when the state the state can uh, people should be able to too now I'm not saying I agree with this uh, because I don't I'll just, <laughs> I'll just say that because it leads to a place that we do, that I wouldn't want to see our country go and I think the states has really has a deal with it but I, I, I get it I get it to be like okay well if the state has power what if you don't agree with what the state is doing which all of us in a we talked about democracy it's messy i don't agree with half the things my country does you know you have your little bit of say you have we have very little power or you move you go somewhere else right but but again where are you going to go that is not like that because somewhere that's more in line with your views more in line with your views but then we're just all divvying up into being like okay like all conservatives go to this place and all liberals go to this place and let's all live well i'm 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 just saying if you're if you're really upset to the extent that you can't bear it, then you need to leave. 
because well, like, yeah, I, I, like I, there's a revolt. lot of, there's a, I was really annoyed with a lot of our previous government's decisions, but none to the point where I'm like, I can't live in this country anymore. Forget this, you know? And so I think, I think that there's a, there's, you know, there's a limit to, there's a limit to that. I think though, again, you break everything down, you take away governments and we're back to talking about nations, which we have recently. But like, if you, if you break it down and then have individuals, that threat of violence that you talk about is always there like it's always there in the indiv- on the individual level it's like if i tell you hey move and you say no well like what what you know what are you gonna do you're gonna make me move and then it's like okay we're at you know we're at violence and so like this the state controlling it and the existence of states and how states are structured and they're all structured differently i think that's as long as it's done in, in, in a smart, intelligent way, is is much more desirable than everybody being able to go off and and but, and take sort of laws. What into about their own what, well? But what about the government? Contrary to a lot of conspiracy theories, the government can't be everywhere at once. And in a lot of, I know a lot of states. I don't know what it's like in Canada, but I mean, there are places where weapons can be obtained for self defense. And you can kill in self-defense and not be convicted by the state, which is effectively like saying you were in the right to enact violence because of whatever the circumstances or conditions according to the law dictate. So knowing that there may be a, a situation where violence would be a good tool for you and you don't take it up actually seems like a bad decision for you to do because then now you have one less uh, option in an insurance plan versus, say, a home invasion, for you know, example. And, and it's funny because those are always the kind of, and again, st- statistically stupid arguments that the pro-gun people make. It's like you're at home with your Christian family enjoying a early Sunday evening of prayer and dinner, and a, and, a, and a rapist enters your house looking for your 16-year-old daughter. Thankfully, you have a gun. You, you know, like, and if you think of the idea of that, like you're, you know, and I've had these st- stupid you know my brain is just worrying imagine like what if some crazed person came into my house and like tried to attack my son or something like that you'd be like it, it comes to violence and it's like if you had a gun and someone was doing something terrible to someone you loved you'd be happy you had the gun and then and, you'd shoot the person you love by accident the well end. that's it. well no but see this is you're right and again this is this is where i was talking earlier about like you know emotions and responses and stuff like that and i feel like removing the gun is generally a good thing because it allows it, it stops everything happening so fast and being stupid. Like like uh, what was that guy Pistorius who was who? Yeah, I mean Oscar Pistorius. Uh, Pistorius, who, Blade Runner. Yeah, murdered his wife or allegedly murdered his wife. I can't. I think he did get off. Or... I'm Anyways, not... he thought there was an intruder in his house, so he fired all these guns these, in these his ba- in his bathroom into his bath into his own bathroom, killing his girlfriend or whatever. Maybe he did it on purpose. Regardless, yeah, all for all those reasons, I'd be like, yeah, remove, removing the gun, just so like Bo's a point, and the point is often used about like self defense. If someone's gonna, and you have the means, you know, you can't rely on the call the police when you have a burglar in your house doing something terrible to your family and say, oh, I hope they arrive in the next fifteen minutes and don't kill us all first. Take it into your own hands is what they're saying, and and, and that argument, you'd be like. You know, if that scenario presented itself, you'd be like, sure, it would be good to have that thing in that extremely unlikely event that that happens. Like, I get that argument, even though, like you said, statistically, uh, it's not. 
going to happen. You could have other things too. Like, so the argument with four guns or why you should have them in terms of like other than hunting and that sort of thing, which is uh, something we'll, I'll, I'll put aside for a moment. The reason, the reason, like especially assault weaponry and all this sort of thing, the, the two, the two things that you're protecting yourself from, at least in the, the, the minds of sort of the Americans, um, are, are criminals and intruders, like in the scenario you presented, and the government, corrupt government, insane government. So those are the two things. So because if you took away all the assault rifles, if you took away everyone's guns, all the assault rifles and all the guns, then your concern when said rapist comes in is that he's a big dude and he's bigger than you and he'll, he'll beat you if it comes to a fight. So, you know, whatever. You have knife or a baseball bat. Like you can have those things. So but like what as, – as you said, what does a gun add to the – to, to anything uh, and if you have a gun that means unlikely he could have a gun and all this sort of thing so the less guns the better for everyone however th- then the government thing comes back and that that's like a fundamental philosophy thing where it's where you feel like the government has this the state has the monopoly on, on the violence or the control over the laws and rules and all this and if, if ever you want to rise up and, and fight back what you perceive to be a corrupt state, then you would want to have access to those guns. And 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 like that's a real sort of nebulous situation because you you hear people saying like, well, if I was in North Korea right now, I would you know pick up a gun and go kill that Kim Jong Il or whatever. And you know, uh, and um, I think that that that's. You know, people in North Korea are not aware necessarily aware of their situation. They're they're conditioned in a different way by the government. They don't think necessarily that they're being oppressed. Some of them may, um, and it, it and it's it's like if they all had guns, would they necessarily overthrow the government? It's not a guarantee, right? Well, no. everybody has guns in the states, but they don't overthrow every government. No, and nor and nor will they probably ever overthrow a government again. Um, but I, I want to turn this this question around because it's kind of this is kind of interesting. The thing we're hitting on of like source of power and and monopoly of violence that that the state holds. Because here's here's kind of the interesting thing. We're not talking about we're not talking about gun control. That wasn't the topic. Um, and we're not talking about private ownership of guns. We're just talking about guns. And then so once again to be like. In some ways, we're splitting the we're splitting the argument up to be like, oh, the gun control argument in the states. That's a it's a different thing than just guns. So, again, coming back to this idea of structural violence in the state having mon- monopoly over violence, to be like, well, how does the state enforce laws if there's no guns? If ultimately anyone who says I don't agree with this thing, I'm not doing it. I'm not going. Um, you know, I don't want to agree. With, I don't agree with this law, even if it's a mundane thing. And I'm not going to comply. Uh, you've been fined, and be like, "Well, I don't have any money anyways. I'm not paying the fine. You got to go to jail." I'm not going to jail. Someone comes to you, to their house. You're, they're a big person. They're like punch them in the face or whatever. Eventually, you're like, "Well, do you are guns nest? You know, are guns good because the state needs to enforce laws, and ultimately they have to have the ability to use violence to enforce those laws because that's still our basis of power. So. Do they need that uh, that incarnation of power and like a handgun in order to maintain the rule of law? And because that you know we we think like okay guns we, did they before we, we, before well, no, but, guns? Pardon? Did they before guns? Yeah. Uh, well, they have an yeah, obligation to state. Violence. It was. Yeah, have... I know. So I'm saying like, what do guns? 
bring to the table? Like, couldn't they just go back to if having if, a sword? I mean, I don't know if you said it's or, or having a nightstick and a taser. I don't know. It's an arms okay. race. It, like the thing is, it, if the, there are perceived threats, like you need, like in order to be an effective <laughs> enforcement agency of violence, you have to have the relevant tools for the job. If right. and, your and opponents are like, outclassing you on tech alone, how are you gonna? How are you supposed to uh, yeah, intimidate and, them? And think again about the example. So, say a crazy person gets in a bus and starts mowing down random people and then you're like oh there's a police officer there and he's got no gun because we're in a post-gun society and he's like oh stop you and he throws his billy club at the car or whatever and and you know in those situations you'd be like no the cop shoots the person and so and we always think of that as like okay cops should have guns or the military should have guns they are in theory the responsible users of of, of guns they're like they're, they're set criteria upon which they'll use their gun and and they're given that power by the state by us as the you know a democracy or whatever but once again is having the gun necessary for them to make those snap, snap decisions to possibly stop uh, a crisis in progress um, be, because they need to react maybe instantaneously that facility of killing someone who's maybe gone off the rails and if we didn't have guns and they're just like throwing a sword at a car mowing through people like you know, so, I think there'd be other solutions. Have you guys ever seen the movie Demolition Man? Uh, sure. We've talked about yes. it on the show before. Oh, have, have we? Okay. So Every anyway. time you hear about that, though, I keep thinking, I'm like, Taco Bell won the fast food wars? I'm like, Taco <laughs> Bell? No. no I so, so the idea is, you know, Sylvester Stallone's character wakes up in the future in which there are no guns. The only guns available are, are in a museum. Like they have to rob a museum essentially to get in a gun. Uh, there's also and, no restaurants except Taco Bell. Again, Let's just make yeah. that clear from the movie. Yeah. <laughs> also, in order to wipe your butt, you have to use the three shells. And again, That's, you'd want to get you'd want to rob the museum so that you can get the gun to shoot yourself because you're so sick of eating Taco Bell. I I, I, I get. I get uh, what I think saying. you get you get a you get a fine for swearing. Swearing is also outlawed. It's but, like and, <laughs> and you have virtual sex with the headset and whatever. I get I get it. It's not an ideal future per se. However, the concept is that 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 you know law enforcement is going around doing stuff without without guns. And I do think that in the world there is a. We're, we're it's so ingrained in our brains now. Like technology has reached the point we've got these guns, but. If we took away guns but had still had the capacity to develop technology to the state that we are now, there would be solutions for runaway cars. There would be solutions. It wouldn't be throw a sword at it. You know, like there's <laughs> there's there's other <laughs> There goes the car, he's crazy. Throw yeah. this. <laughs> Get the sword launcher that's in no way a gun. Sword. Yeah, in the future it's just like swords being shot from a gun because of the bullets. It doesn't count. Um it's not no. a gun. But I just, I just think that like Mike raises an interesting point where we're talking about the, the gun control. I thought it was easy in the sense of, of thinking about a world where guns no longer exist and and are guns a positive or negative force and and the idea that the military and that the police have them. I think is I think they could be replaced by something else. I think st- stuff that is less brutal, less lethal in many cases, and I think wars. Like right now, um, Bo made the point of guns being able to uh, be, you know, just be a really easy way to kill, you know, the gunfighters of the old west. Oh, just shoot. You know, you're not getting your hands dirty. You're not strangling someone. You think of the old wars portrayed in history of these guys like 
either rushing in on horseback or just like cleaving each other in close quarters. And you think today, if there was if war, and and, and we're getting so good at remotely killing each other with drones and, and and other things, we're making war more of a distant thing, less keeping our hands cleaner than ever. But if we we were forced into a situation where our hands are getting dirty, I think we would be in a people would be much more keen to resolve their differences and cease warring than than if if you're just sitting in a room pressing a button being like I just killed three more people with a drone or hey here's my automated machine gun I just mowed down 10 people rambo style uh instead of strangling them or chopping them to bits one at a time I feel like the 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 ease in which guns allow us to kill people will, does not does not make people less likely to fight. It makes people more likely to engage in, in, in combat and warfare because but wouldn't, but but wouldn't people make that argument that we live in some of the least violent times in history and yet we also live in the time with the most guns in history. And in theory the easiest to kill people is now and yet they say uh we have the least violent society. So is that a is that a contradiction? Well, and some people might say it's the gun; it's keeping us all safe. I mean, that's. I think that's that's a local view. Like if we look at first world, maybe like you know, it's like yes, we're very peaceful. These are peace times for us right now. I think there are wars happening throughout the world that are arguably not very peaceful, and they have access to guns and munition and bombs and all kinds of other warfare. Uh, so, so I guess we can speak for us and say, sure. We have guns, people. We have entertainments. We don't fight as much. We're not out at the saloon playing poker. And somebody, you know, uh, you think somebody cheated, so you're going to call them out in it and get into a shootout. Uh, these th- <laughs> We don't do th- the things like this. However, it's also hard to go out on the weekend and and just have a, a sort of a macho guy, you know, push some other guy you don't like around because one of them might just go straight to the nuclear option. Because there's a lot of culture, especially among younger people, that, you know, shooting is cool or, you know, it's a, it's an option to use. And also, I think we're kind of privileged people in our community. And I think there are poor communities who would definitely um, resort to something like that much more readily or not feel like they have any other options like move away or do anything other than to harm what's out there. And there are a lot of shootings still. And they are horrific. Like, I think the other issue with the... Sh- the, the automated weaponry is that you can just walk somewhere in public and open fire and secure a huge amount of kills and that's been happening for decades now like i'm this was the the columbine thing was a huge monumental thing and it's not like oh that happened and it's done it's like as an example in the states like several times a year of somebody opening up fire in a public place the dark knight rises i think had that word and someone the people went to go see the premiere and somebody walked in and just shot people and this year i think there's been four or five events uh of that nature and so so you look at one ever in the u.s right like you look at orlando yeah and so so you look at stuff like that and you think well guns are they're really crappy things to just have around because I'm smart. I know I'm smart, but how do I know my neighbors are smart? Like I get that power, but then some crazy person that, gets. Well, them. that's that's a good point, Bo. Because I was just thinking about that. It, I hate levels of education and levels of knowledge being used to do things. People talk about like 
about voting and in, in, in like, oh, you need should need some sort of license to be able to vote. So to demonstrate you're at least somewhat informed on the issues. And I always I always piss on that because it's everybody it's everybody's right to vote. But in terms of, of bearing arms, like it doesn't matter kind of what what type of an arm it is. Imagine if everybody got a nuclear bomb and like everybody <laughs> got it like I had it. You guys had it. Then, you know, Mike's cousin Tra- Travis or whatever had it or whatever. We'd be blown up by it. <laughs> Yeah, we, obviously everybody would Absolutely. be dead. Obviously. Everybody would be everybody <laughs> the would whole be dead. planet would be knocked out of orbit into yeah. like into Pluto. There's a whole or bunch stuff. of people who, when the nuclear bomb appeared in front of them, they'd be like, "I'm setting it off right now." <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, it's great. I've been trying to buy one of these on the black market for weeks. Um, but but the thing is, is that then just keep downgrading that so that you downgrade it to like. I don't know, a regular bomb, you downgrade, you keep downgrading it, it's just a grenade. Do I want everybody to have a grenade? Do I want everybody to have a gun? Do I want everybody to have like a, a machete? Like I just, my my perfect solution would be nobody has anything and that's, in, you know, in many ways if that means including this, if we're going extremes and that means including the states, uh, the state rather, um, it, it, then no, I'd be. Just guns. Pardon me? Yeah, the topic again was guns, not gun control or gun. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, like, if you're going, if the three options are everybody gets a gun, nobody gets a gun, or, you know, just the state gets a gun, um, my preference would be nobody gets a gun because I just don't see the merit in, in, in guns. And, like, but, like, Bo, as you said, education, I think, plays, plays a huge part i don't know even on the state level all everybody who works for the state or everybody i i can't trust that they're informed or well suited enough to to operate what is a dangerous piece of equipment um because like we're moving towards self-driving cars and some people are like well i like to drive you know i don't want anybody interfering i'm like look if there are no accidents and these cars can all drive automatically then i mean i'm sorry it would be way better for them all to be running automatically it'd be way better for us all to you know they gave to some, nobody to have guns there are some real idiots out there with a license to operate heavy equipment like but and they have a license and sometimes for guns you don't even need that in some places you know it's, but it's, it's, it's you often use this uh sort of basic thing which which i tend to clash with often on the show where you're like if you were to tear down society right. Yeah, build yeah. it back up. It's kind of like it's this thing of like you're never going to get rid of violence. You know, you know, you you're never going to get rid of violence. You're never going to get rid of power dynamics or people who feel powerless or want to take violence into their own hands or or this or that. Um, you're never going to get rid of those things. So in the scenario of like there's no guns again, uh, that that then that then you have people who are stronger or still crazy and are still going to commit violence. And again, it's just going to be messier. And and dirtier, like like you were saying, like uh, like warfare might have been in the past, just like rougher. And and again, does the gun it, now? And this is the idea: the controlled gun, you know, just serve. Is it a good thing in that when used properly, like in the state, in a responsible state that has you know is a, a you know in a given power through democratic process or whatever, is the gun a very useful tool to maintain order you know and maintain law and and because again like it's you take it back down and build it back up you're gonna have the same problems and we've just sort of cleaned it up into the simple thing and now we've said in a lot of countries like ours and less so in the states we've said okay look there's not many guns around 
and certain people have it and they're trained to use them and they can only use them under certain circumstances, blah, 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 but they need it. And one other kind of thought I had about guns is that it's kind of a great equalizer. And you think of the fact that if someone, like you think in the Middle Ages, if you happen to be born uh, as a man, five foot tall and you weigh 110 pounds, like you're not going to be very powerful. And if you happen in the Middle Ages to be born six foot eight and weigh 300 pounds of solid muscle, you're going to be, you're going to do okay. You know what I mean? And that's just, you know, some people say like, that's, that sucks. You know, like, hey, it's unfair. It's just genetic lottery. But in theory, you give that five, well, if you give that five foot tall person a gun and the other one a gun, it's like, yeah, it's all even again. Uh, but and it doesn't a, have to be, it doesn't have to be a gun. Like, but, why does it have to be a gun? Because if it's a sword and you're a five foot, why, why does it have to and be some a sword? has a six foot sword, they're just going to, why can't it be a taser? Uh, well, yeah, no, but again, yeah, because it's like could, you're you're limit you're limiting it by imagination. You're saying like it can only be this, or it can only well, be that, or it can only be the other well, thing. See, but, I'm but, saying we're in the future now. Like we are the future. If what's interesting? Our guns but the thing is, but, but the thing what's, is wait, about no, no, about weapons is that you put a limitation and they get circumvented if the technology exists. That's the thing with this with this particular line of questioning. Is you say yeah, we limit just, society only to X. Well, some smart guy gets the bright idea of, of figuring out the way to circumvent it and then attains the power with the increased Well, thing, and the interesting bit that you're saying is, is like, why not, why not tasers? And again, you're just that's just a new gun. It's a new kind of gun that operates. It's not, a, it's not the no, same. No, it's it? not a – I mean, it, it's, it's – Well, no, it, but what it is, is it's, it's a baseball bat. It's like a gun yeah. except that it's, it's – No, no, no. It's, 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 non, it's non-lethal weaponry and these things are on the rise. And I'm police not saying – we're not talking about weapons. We're talking about guns in particular. I'm saying there are other – you're like, oh, people would be using right. swords or whatever. I'm, I'm saying, look, there's other ways that you can kill each other. I don't, I don't disagree. But, but again, like in some ways I find it funny because it's like we're, we're, we're switching roles as our normal thing. Because I'd be like, yeah, in the future, I'm sure we will have some kind of technological solution that's non-lethal that allows people in roles of authority to to subdue the crazy people who are always going to exist. But at the moment, it could be tasers. But if you hear law enforcement talk, they'll say all kinds of reasons why it shouldn't be tasers right now. But they're and not say, motiv- nobody's motivated to because we all have guns. Well, but again, you'd say not in this country we don't, and our police still have like there are some guns here way less in the states, and in most countries that have a lot of a lot of gun control, the police officers often still have guns, and not in all, not not in all countries. But again, I'm just saying that's the technology that's dominant now. Like I agree with you that probably in, in not that long from now there will be a technological solution that will replace guns effectively uh, to serve that role of enforcement of power. But it doesn't exist right now. Um, and and I'm an idealist. Like like I'm the one who like I, I really feel like at some point we'll have a society that isn't structured on violence. You're a, you're a cynic. There's a difference. I'm an, I'm a cynic, cynic, but I also have an idealist bent. And that I think we I think no. that there's you know I, you always are kind of realistic in that you say people are always going to be like this. People are always going to be crazy. And I feel like we'll move beyond I, one day. I, I know what we'll have. What we'll have. It'll be satellites. And it'll be able to. You won't need to register. You, the policeman will just be able to bring up his iPad or whatever augmented reality device he has, and <laughs> just shoot a pinpoint laser that will just completely kill whatever. You won't right. need a gun. I'm just gonna go. Oh, that, look at that right there. You know, you just you, yeah. maybe you aim a little um, pointer you have on the tip of your finger, and you know. And then you you're, click a button and they're dead. They're just dead. You're, you're, just... you're probably right. I definitely think while we're talking this sci-fi gobbledygook, I, I totally think that we are at the tail end of, of 
of the guns lifespan, especially on the state level. Um, I think they're going to be, with that. I, I think, I think we're closer to the end than we are to the beginning. And, um, it, it, in a way, though, it's like they're still omnipresent and a huge factor across the globe. Uh, and, and as much as like like we haven't even – Bo mentioned a, a bit about hunting and stuff. We haven't really talked about it too much. But really, I, I, I don't necessarily care that much about that. And it's the same with skeet shooting. Well, there are, there are um, people who like, bow hunt who think it's more honorable to do something like that versus a gun. A gun is also – well, there's like there there is ta- weeks during the year where you can hunt with a bow and arrow and, and and that sort of thing, and then there's other times that you can you can you can hunt with a gun and and like I'm not like it's, it's funny though just to jump in because the bow hunting season I believe is longer because it's harder to kill animals with a bow than it is with yeah. with a gun. So the gun season shorter because it's easier. You go out there and start blasting away, and you're going to get Bambi sooner or later. But narrow, <laughs> you might not. But it, it's it's again the facility of it. But go on. It, it's true. And like when I see the, just not to go on a rant on this because we did a hunting episode and uh, I, I I'm pretty sure my views align with where I was in the hunting episode. But the the idea that you can uh, lie down in a shack in full camo uh, up in the trees with like an automated rifle and then be like, oh look at that little deer, bam bam bam, you're dead. Like I mean, I I feel like in terms of sportsmanship and in hunting, um, and guns are are not exactly like a level type. It'd be like if we were like, oh hey Mike, you want to go in a boxing match? Let's go boxing. And then we go out and get in the ring. And then I'm like, I'm just I just got one little thing. And then I shoot you, and, and you know it's 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 really well, it, feels unsportsmanlike. Again, this is a little bit off on the hunting thing, but there's been this kind of controversy lately i think it's in canada where this guy posted this video of him killing a bear with his spear and it's this thing that's on the rise of like certain elite hunters go with his spear and they and they try to kill something because they're they're that good at hunting and then it's it's made controversy because people are like oh this is inhumane and blah 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 and then some of the other people being like look we're shooting them with a gun what the hell's the difference like it's harder to kill a bear, a bear with a, a spear but it's yeah. raised debate and people are it, saying oh they shouldn't be allowed to hunt with the spear it's too cruel it's, a it, gun is quicker and faster it's no. it's just interesting as well. it's, it's, it's inhumane but we have factories full of cows that we line up one after the oh, other and put a hydraulic hydraulic yeah. pellet into their heads too like hunting we, is stupid like 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 <laughs> I personally, I think if you go out there with a stick and kill a bear or kill something, that's I eat meat, so I can't be a hypocrite and no, be no, like, you can be. It's okay. No, no, and be we like, talked about it earlier. It's, it's clearly like, better to shoot the thing. It's more humane. This is the natural world we live in. We are but, animals. We eat other animals, like many of the animals that are out there. I think that's the point Mike's making, though, with the gun. Yeah. The humane thing being like being people are protesting yeah. it because a gun is like, I agree oh, with boom, them. you're dead. Boom, you're dead. Whereas if you kill someone with a spear, you're like, oh, you're not dead, but Hockey's, you're in a lot of pain. Yeah. You get it? Oh, you're the kidney kind of turn <laughs> the, <laughs> take, take it right and it the off. And... Yeah, like, I mean, it's just <laughs> terrible. It's just that uh, that's the thing. It's like one is boom, you're dead. And one is like, if you ask me straight up, you're like, Crofton, you have to, you know, you have to die. Um, and the option is I shoot you in the head. Or I stab you in the gut with a spear and let you bleed out. <laughs> you know, like I, I, I would be like, mm, just shoot me. And uh, and and the thing is, it, it that that is like I'm, I'm not saying it's a good reason, but it it is. It speaks to sort of the clean, um, mechanical 
violence associated uh, associated with a gun. And that sort of brings us back around to where we were at the beginning in terms of talking about how, how a gun is sort of like takes away the passion of, yeah. of a of a killing situation. You or, know, you or, or, or allows passion. you to enact that passion in the moment. I'd also just say it's interesting also that the, the gun is just a reflection of our, of our age. Like some people would say that capitalism in a modern age, the industrial era has brought us to like this efficiency, right? That we, that we operate on this level of efficiency and technology unmatched in history. And that is still true of how we mm-hmm. enact violence, right? And, and, and again, what I'm always waiting for, and, and I don't know the solution to because people like Crofton are like, and and probably right. We're never going to get away from violence and power it's dynamics. Funny. I don't think I've ever said that this episode. You always episode. say that. You always say, if you tear the world down and I'm build just, it back up, it's going to be the same sort of base issues. And I'm I always like, I didn't say that about this. Well, you didn't say it about this, but it's 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 a it's a it's a line of reasoning you use often. And I would just be Is like, it wrong. Uh, well, if it's if it if it's right, you should be like. Fuck, we should keep some guns because there's going to be some crazies <laughs> out there. And I want the policeman to responsibly use a gun to protect me and, and enforce the laws of the state to which I adhere and to which I enact my power as a voter. That's what you would say. You'd say guns I are police in that can context. do that without guns. Mm. But, uh, uh, no, I lost my train of thought. Well, steaming along there that train of thought but I got <laughs> well you were just derailed. you were just no but i i just i just think like it's tough because guns are a tool and we think about all the situations in which they're used and so mike just laid out one and i was like yeah. again i'm i'm like i think i think things can exist without guns like guns don't okay don't right. need okay don't I mean, that's his opinion point. that's you don't have we understood it because we, we have very little bit of time left and i haven't gotten to what i want to talk about yet yeah, but it was, it was just the end of my. It was just the end of my rant. I just wanted to say it again. So, if we ever can can base a society uh, post violence, mm-hmm. like if we can somehow structure our society without violence, I think at that point we we will guns will be obsolete because we will not need them. But we are so far from that right now. Uh, like we're, we're nowhere near that. All our laws are based on violence. All of them, even the stupid bylaws in your city, ultimately have a threat of force behind them. And it's like until we can somehow, as a species, move beyond needing that, it's just a tool. Uh, it's a tool, and if that enables that enables the continuous cycle of violence. Yes, it, it, absolutely. I hundred percent agree. So but the, remove but the it is. To, to, is part of the process of getting to that post I, I mean, look, I think it's funny because I bet ultimately we're going to come on the same verdict and we Probably. probably agree one more than not, but I still really think it's like it's violence is the root and we, we are attached to it as a species. We are cling to it and, and guns are just the manifestation of that. Go but, ahead. Bo. Yeah, no, but of, yeah, of course we are like clearly the violence is, is the, that's a whole other topic. Whether when we've done an episode on police, and we can do an episode, maybe we'll get that in the random topic generator one day. But um, we we talked a lot about do we need the guns? But what about if we just want to have the guns and we never want them to go away? And I say that because I have to make a confession. Um, I subscribe to some channels on YouTube, and one of them is to what I guess I didn't think of it till just now qualifies as a gun porn channel. Um, which, you know, it's not pornography, but the idea is, um, the, the YouTuber's name, and he's got 6.1 million subscribers is FPS Russia. 
and he's a professional Russian. And and what he does in his videos is each video, which is usually between four to ten minutes long, is he takes a new kind of gun and shows off how to load it, what its pros and cons are, um, how to shoot it, and he shoots various things. Never people, although there are dummies. The one video I'm, I'm sort of just even looking at right now is APC Home Destruction with Richard Ryan. Which is I don't know what an APC is, but I think that's a heavy machine gun but what, that he's why shooting are you up a house with. This guy? I like watching his videos. I like <laughs> I that, like that's the, the confession is that like I watch this and I'm like, oh, sweet gun, and, and I like watching him shoot the gun and explain in what circumstances the gun is good, like close quarter combat or these giant sniper rifles with bullets the size of people's heads. Like he, he just in every video is a new gun featured and all the associated thing. And he's, you know, it's kind of fun. He's got a good personality for it. It's it's that YouTuber generation, so it's not a production. It's just a guy rolling a camera and showing how the guns shoot. But they revel Why are we it. doing an ad for this guy? I hate guns and you're making me plug I'm not, guns I, on my No, because I'm telling you that uh, I'm actually, I like, I have to own up to, because I've been on the train of, like, guns are, you know, they commit violence. They're kind of bad. But you know what? I like watching these videos. And and this is more than just playing a video game where it's simulated. This is in fact kind of digging the 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 ingenuity of a gun because different than your sword launchers or your you know Billy bats <laughs> <A> sword launcher <laughs> or all that stuff. It is a highly innovative and quite spectacular way to commit violence. If you think about. All the different natural means how some animals, you know, attack each other. They have to bite each other with their mouths or use claws. Like, we can launch a projectile at high velocity and end somebody. And and if they have thicker armor or carapace, well, we can build a bigger gun and, and keep solving these problems that way. And and so there's something kind of magical and special to the gun if well, you're a gun enthusiast. I, I want to just jump in and, and, and give Crofton a hard time again on something. Talk him to me. Engage no, no, with me. You're like, thanks. I, okay, Bo, you've no, had your chance to talk. Start, now we're going to get back oh, to the interesting conversation. Just stop. Let me look. Oh, my God. Let me ignore you. <laughs> Let me ignore you. No, I'm you. not going to ignore you. Oh, I'm about to compliment you. As is always go, goes on with Bo, okay. where he gets – during the line episode, we said something about Bo. He's very honest. And so – and it's true. And in this case, he's like, you know what? You know, I can agree with all the reasons maybe why you went on bows. I guns. I personally, they're kind of cool. I kind of like them. You know, he play, and then so to bring it back to something, Crofton, that you are admitted lover of is a video game, and clearly you enjoy uh, gun video games, and I played lots of those too. And this isn't. And, and again, I've already dissected that, right? But once again, what I would say, and I, and I think that you're someone with very clear definitions of what fantasy play is and what reality is and it isn't. Blah blah blah. And I know you know. As and, most and, people are, and yes, most people are, and not. I'm not even going to make all those arguments about like how someone, the slim percentage of people who aren't like you, might be affected by video games to glorify guns. I would just once again say it's kind of interesting that so much fantasy play that we have involves guns. And again, to be like to just say like we want to move post guns, we don't need guns, but we want to maintain them in this fantasy play, so that really. I don't feel like we'll ever move past it where there's parts of our brain that that, 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 that we can say, I will engage in this activity because I know it's not real, but I still like it. You know, and I feel like... But it's a concept, as I said earlier, it's the concept of 
even the concept of throwing a projectile at another projectile that's always uh, at another object that's always going to exist so like i throw rocks at a can or I, sh- I shoot the can with a gun it's just sending a projectile the, the, the enjoyment is not necessarily the shooting the gun the enjoyment is is like throwing projectiles like we've been shooting bows and arrows we've been doing whatever so right. i mean but yeah you, there is the don't... power and the escapism we talked about that but but definitely i think that that the act of shooting in and of itself like be it a slingshot or whatever is there is some like hitting a target from range there is some release of endorphins oh wow i did it you know uh, no, i think that that's always going to be a thing he's taking the abstract view that it's a mechanic to be played around with and not necessarily it's in gun form and that's part of the fantasy but but that mechanic of doing that thing could still be engaging without having. Yeah, to like I mean, it's it's a fun dynamic. That's why it's yeah. in games. That's why, like, say, first person shooters are really popular. But first person melee games, they haven't found a way to translate the the you know the melee attacks in, in a way that's as satisfying skill wise. when you're playing a game, even though there is there is still that whole power rush and all that that I, that, that we talked about lately. Uh, but I, I still think like Nintendo released a game last year called Splatoon. It was really popular. It's like, it's these squids that essentially play paintball or shoot paintballs at each other and, and, and go around these, these levels. It's their first first person shooter ever. And, and the idea is that shooting is, it, they recognize it. Nintendo's all about fun. It's, it's a fun thing. And so that that is difficult. I do like when people are, are saying like, I go to the target range, I shoot the targets, I I do this thing. It's pleasurable. I enjoy it. Ski shooting, I enjoy it. I get all that sort of stuff. I do get the pleasure associated with shooting. I don't think it makes up for the negative associated with guns, though. Yeah. But- yeah. Again, I just I do think that it is it, it is interesting and and. When I think again, and, and until we can move beyond finding that entertainment, even if it's escapist entertainment and totally fantasy, uh, desire for violence. And a lot of people say that the playing of these games is a very natural thing because, as a species, men in particular, we have a pretty recent history of extreme violence as being day to day activity, and that video games are a very natural way to sort of fulfill that without. Uh, without doing it, and that's great. It's a it's a happy medium. But I would just once again say that until we can move beyond finding violence entertaining, uh, it's going to be hard pressed to remove it from real life too. And and in the context, you know, coming back to like, what's it going to be? And it's probably like guns in the hands of a select few who are to maintain law. I, do, I don't know. I Is just think, I I think you're you're going down a rabbit hole to be to try and say that gun because you didn't say guns once there until the very end. I, I think I think you're trying to go down a rabbit hole to explain why we can never get rid of guns. I, I maybe I'm putting on my blinders, but from a binary point of view, I just can't see guns as a positive force in the world. And I would right. rather a world without them. Well, that sounds like a verdict. But I think that so would include a world right with no video verdict. game guns, right? Time. No video game guns. That's a gun. I don't. I don't give a shit if it means a world with no guns. I don't give a shit. Good. Uh, Order, I said. Order in the court. That 
was a healthy debate that I had to break up using a non-violent method of sheep and of <laughs> officer of the peace. Gun. It's too bad I don't have a gun. I would shoot you, Bo. Instead, I'm just going to throttle you. I'm going to throttle Bo. So, um, the old-fashioned way. All right. I'll, and I'll, that sounded I'll, pretty close to a verdict, Croft. And you st- if you're feeling the burning yeah. in your loins to continue, then I'll so. I'll go uh, I'll go first. Just because, you know, I've worn it on my shirt the whole time. Uh, guns are bad. And, uh, you know, I, I've made – you could throw all sorts of my past arguments about things being tools back in my face and guns are in 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 and of themselves just like items. Like Mike said, they're – but they're designed for a purpose and that purpose is to kill things. And uh, and so if, if you told me like I've created this really great tool, it can be used to kill things. It can also be used to shoot the locks off doors. I'd be like, oh wow, it's a multi-tool, but no, it's not. It, it's it's made for destruction. It's made for killing, and and because of that, I'm never going to think that that's that's a positive. I've never gotten in a fight in my life. I have never shot a gun other than a paintball gun. Yes, I've played video games with guns in them. Do does that mean that I love guns? No, it doesn't. I don't give a shit about guns, and. Uh, and I would rather a world that has no guns. And I mean, like you can, we can go hypothetical all day and be like, well, what would that replace things with? Oh, oh, you know, there'd be this power vacuum, and then there'd be a super gun that's built or whatever. I, I'm all I know is that guns do not net positive outcomes. Uh, I don't like guns, and for me, it's an easy. They're they're bad things, and I I don't understand sort of the defense of guns uh, being done in the States and the, the romanticization associated with them. And, uh, and yeah, like all images, whenever I see an image around the world that involves a gun, like a photo or something, it's never like a positive image unless it's being shown in popular media and all that. And I definitely have consumed a ton of popular media, movies, whatever, video games that have guns in them. And uh, like I'm not – you know, I'm not. I won't say, "Oh, there's a gun in this," so I'm not going to play it. But it's not. It's not an added added incentive for me to play or enjoy a, a piece of entertainment. And I feel I'm able to make the the discerning difference between the two things. All I know is I really dislike guns in general and would rather they be out of this world. The end. All right. It's, I, it's funny. I, I'll go next. I uh, I agree. I, I mean, I agree <laughs> with. Uh, Pretty mo- most everything. Well, not everything. Robin said. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but um, but but basically, I come back to this idea that 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 which I think is true is that a gun is just a manifestation of violence, as are all weapons, right? Like it's just that's the root. That's what they're there for. The gun is one of the most efficient forms of enacting violence that we have made. It's very efficient. So I'd be like. The, the gun, you know, like saying so many things, it's like it's all – and like the pro-gun people would say, it's how you use it, you know. Uh, but its only purpose is to cause violence. That's all it exists for. And I would be like – my overriding view would be like we need to get rid of violence. And I mean that everywhere. Like I really consciously try more and more to avoid violence in movies, in video games, in entertainment in general. Because guns are just – they're just an extension of that. And, and I think it's a little bit – you know, personally, I think it's a little bit naive to be like, oh, we just get rid of guns, but violence is fine. We use it for entertainment, use it for whatever. I think those things just do not line up. So, yes, I would be like, I agree. Guns are bad. I agree with Crofton. I'll get my verdict right up there. A little bit different slant on it, but we're on the same ball. And I'd be like, because guns, if you get rid of violence, 
a gun, if no one wanted to enact violence, if no one, it didn't even cross their mind, a gun would be the most useless thing, useless thing we have. But at the moment, because violence is so present everywhere, they're useful for law enforcement, they're useful for military, they're useful for gangbangers, they're useful for all kinds of people who violence is part of their life. And let's face it, that's a lot of people in the world right now. And a lot of them, not by choice. They, Because they, of things like, like Bo was bringing up, being impoverished in certain situations where it's like violence is going to enter your life. And a gun is a leveling of the playing field uh, for you know, if you, you're already living in a violent situation you're and you're a small person or whatever, get a gun. You know, you're going to be leveled off. I'd be like, violence is the root. Guns are still bad, uh, but it's it's more complicated than just the tool. It's broader than that and, of course, much harder to solve. But, yeah, they're bad. I agree. Hmm. All right. Well, <laughs> it's funny that you guys agree because you guys sound like you're just arguing <laughs> yeah, we so bickered much. All the time. We're like, hey. We should like the most annoying verdicts ever. <laughs> Um, Those weren't annoying. No, no, they were great. They were great. I just, I, I thought when Mike said that we were going to have the same thing that we were both going, he thought we were both going bullshit, and I'm like, I have a surprise for you, my friend. I'm like, what do you think? I was, I was like, all violence is bad. How could I say guns are? I know. I guess I, I, yeah, I don't know. All right. So, so uh, for, for as for my verdict, I mean, violence, we can't escape it. So one way of looking at the gun is that it is an innovation on our need to enact or threaten violence. Um, you know, and, and there are, in some cases, like pretty nifty feats of, feats of engineering. Like, I guess a Gatling gun maybe counts as heavily, heavy artillery, even though it's like a gun. But, you know, it, it takes uh, some know-how, some innovation to put something like that together. Uh, so, you know... Anyways, so there are good things about guns, and I'm sure you could point to some innovations surrounding guns that maybe have helped in other areas. Uh, that being said, I, I'm not a fan of violence. That's that's the issue, except I do play video games too. Man, I'm steeped in hypocrisy on this issue because like everything in my body wants to say, yep, guns are bad. I don't want people killing other people. I think, I think living life is a beautiful gift. And I think anyone, for any reason, taking that away from someone short of a judicial decision, you know, to protect the interest of the greater good versus that using violence to eliminate a person because of the harm they might do. Anything short of that is, is, is very bad. And, and guns give us all agency to take someone's life. And I feel really bad about it. But I actually think guns are really cool. Um, like I just I watched the video I think they're actually pretty nifty some of the guns I don't love shooting them uh, maybe maybe I would you know I actually I have another thing to share with you guys real briefly um, my mom and I to do a father or not father mother son activity we're actually trying to find a shooting range to go to to go shoot guns because we thought that would be a fun way to spend time as a mother and son so I'm actually gonna have to say oh I can't give it good. I've got to give it bullshit. I just can't. I feel like I've set myself up to give a good, but something in me is keeping me from saying good that I'm not articulating here, <laughs> except that I really dislike uh, people having their lives taken over stupid issues. And as DMX said, guns don't kill people. People kill people. I do believe gun helps in the agency, and that's a dumb <laughs> saying, but DMX are still kind of cool. I don't whatever. think it was just DMX. 
Maybe, but he, he said it in Romeo Must Die, and I watched that movie a lot for some reason, and so I just, it's always him that says that, so. I, I um, like how Bo's mom took him to the shooting range or wanted to, and she was like, you know what, I'm just going to have to put him down. <laughs> it, was, it was her secret plot to put me to sleep. Bo, nice. can you go put up the targets here? Just, you know, just she go, could have just up. fed me arsenic. She could have just invited me over and poisoned me. I mean, you, that's I the know, thing is, guns, guns are easier, so bad. But... It's like, you know what scares me? Is like in the movie Michael Clayton, for example, when they go to assassinate that guy, four guys sneak into the guy's house while he's sleeping. They stick a needle in his toe, and he's dead. And, know, and that scares of... me more than a gun. That is. There's horrible. lots of ways to kill people, and there's lots of ways for you, listener, to let us know what you thought of this wonderful episode. <laughs> hey, that was a good segue. <laughs> okay. And you can find violent. It was violent, actually. Our, our website, uh, goodbadbull.com. There you can find our email address, goodbadbull at gmail.com, or you can find out, you can send us a, a tweet. Good Bad Bull. You can also find links to Facebook where you can like us or chat with us there. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear what you have to say about this complicated issue. Uh, and uh, if you haven't subscribed to the show already, you can do so Google Play, iTunes, or you can listen on our, our website as well. We also have a Patreon um, website if you want to support us, patreon.com slash goodbadbull. Yeah, I right? think so. I think that's right. Pretty close. You can find us there. And we'd like to thank our Patreon supporters. We do really appreciate your support. And to anyone who listens to the show, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For thank your you to support. everyone. And Bo, so now that we're done all that, oh, yeah, if someone wants to find you down at the Shooting Rage or elsewhere, where could they do so? Or how could they do so? Oh, they could find me at Bo Schwartz on Twitter. Couple of things that I've got up to on a recent episode of Core that if you're into Heroes of the Storm, want to check out, we had an interview with one of their developers at Core Heroes on Twitter or heroesforyou.com for the show. Really proud of that episode. That was a big milestone achievement on that show. So please check it out if that's something you're into. And also, um, when this episode goes live, I will have made a guest appearance on Current Geek. Uh, Tom Merritt's going to be away, but Scott Johnson's going to be there. And the other chair is going to be Jocelyn Moffat, a host of The Angry Chicken. So if any of that sounds enticing, geeky stuff, great hosts, check out that episode of Current Geek. should be live right now. Lots of reason to follow Bo. Crofton, how are you going to follow that up? And where can people follow you? Uh, they can shoot me off a tweet at Crofton Steers. <laughs> they can blow their load at Crofton Steers. <laughs> a, a, uh, just, actually, Mike, where, where can people reach you? Did you already say? No. At ML Hodges. <laughs> Don't follow my tweets. They're really boring. Okay. <laughs> if, you do, if you followed my Twitter feed and it was all you followed, you'd wish you'd owned a gun. So <laughs> Um, you okay. Yourself a, just before Wait, no, Bo no, goes, no, no. Before, before, before I you go, make this joke because because Bo is talking to go about today. that movie Michael Clayton or or what, what movie did you use? Michael Clayton. I think that's the one with George um, uh, Clooney. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Never mind. My joke doesn't stand. I okay. thought it was the one with well, Liam Neeson. Crofton. No, yeah, it's not that. Um, the one where he has a particular set of skills and those skills are violence. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's a skill. Not, there's no S in there. <laughs> no, skills. I have a particular set of skills. They involve killing you somehow. Um, uh, no, I want to know where, because Croft is a big Star Wars fan, and I wonder, I want to know where the lightsaber falls into this conversation with him. I wanted to ask it all throughout the show, but they're not a gun. It's but, an elegant weapon, com- though. But would you, would you... They're agree- a weapon that defies the laws of physics. <clears throat> the, assuming, happen. assuming it would exist, would you be okay with police sporting them? 
around. It's, it's a more civilized weapon for a civilized age. <laughs> yeah, cutting <laughs> someone apart with a laser beam is very, very civilized. <laughs> uh, I mean, like, think about... now. Remember how we were talking about tests for, you know, guns and the level of knowledge that somebody would have? You just don't want everybody to have a nuclear bomb? Well, I think a lightsaber would be a, do a good job policing stupid people itself. Yeah. Because they cut like, their limbs off yeah, so like, much. Oh my god! <laughs> I it would just cut off my all arm. The time. Yeah, all the dumb people would kill themselves. Are so they... the only people that would be left with lightsabers are like deadly ass motherfuckers. You wouldn't want to or, mess or with Or just them. people who are like, you know what? I'm just not going to carry a lightsaber. And then someone's like, oh, I've used a lightsaber for 25 years. And then it goes off in his pants and like severs his leg. <laughs> He's like, no! Jeez. Even as a kid, I thought that. I was like, oh. It's like, I think. It's Play around with that. You know, they're looping around their life lightsabers. I'm like, just so and much. Also, I wrong. always thought like, if I was a Jedi and, and I was some other evil Jedi and I was, you know, you got the drop on him, why wouldn't you just use the force to turn on his own lightsaber and cut <laughs> off his leg? <laughs> That'd be awesome, actually. Yeah, You're that's right. what I do. You take, use a force, but it just turns or, or on and turn it off on off. them too. Every time you know they do the cool thing where they're posing, they turn it on. Just turn it off on them. I can't prove that there's or, a really nerdy explanation for why that's not possible, but no, I'm no. pretty sure that there or is. Or if you were like a, a, a Jedi practical gagger, what you do is you use a force to take out to take out your buddy's lightsaber and turn it upside down and put it back in the holster, and then you'd be <laughs> pull it out and turn it on and it would go right through his stomach. And you'd be like, hey, joke's on you. Joke's on you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> You're dead now. I guess that was a harsh practical joke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no. May yeah. the force be my family no billy are you a fan of the good bad or bullshit podcast consider supporting the show by becoming one of our valued patrons at patreon.com for as little as the cost of one cup of coffee a month your generous support will help keep the random topic generator oiled and fueled for future generations find out more at patreon.com slash good bad bull